Welcome to the English Weekly Podcast, brought to you by 9.09er English, where you get your dose of useful insights and practical tips on how to improve your English. I'm your host, Irvin, and with me today is my co-host, Brian. For Season 2, we are going to feature passers of various English exams as they share their experiences in preparing and taking the test. In today's episode, we have a special guest who has taken the IELTS, OET, and UKCBT. She's going to share with us her experience in taking all of these tests. So without further ado, let us welcome Mia! Hello, guys, and thank you, Sir Irvin and mm-hmm. Sir Brian, for this opportunity. Let's begin with a backgrounder. If you are a nurse or a midwife planning to go to the United Kingdom of Great Britain in Northern Ireland, chances are you need to pass three examinations. The first one is an English test. So the two options are IELTS or OED. After that, you need to take another examination, and this is UK Nursing and Midwifery Council, CBT. When you pass both your nursing exam and your English exam, then that's when you can fly to the United Kingdom. But it does not end there, because when you arrive in the UK, you need to take a third examination, which is UK Nursing and Midwifery Council, OSCE, or the Objective Structured Clinical Exam. Let's go back to IELTS, OET, and CBT. So, Mia initially took IELTS. Several years later, she took OED. So, let's talk about your initial plans. Why did you take IELTS? Why did you take OED? Please tell us more. Uh, Of course. Well, uh, I'm a registered nurse Mm -hmm. by profession, and I plan to be able to initially work Mm -hmm. uh, in New Zealand before because back then when I was a fresh graduate, Mm -hmm. uh, most of my, I would say, college batchmates Mm -hmm. were aiming for work overseas. So Mm. I thought of, you know, being one of them. So (laughs) I I reviewed first for the IELTS exam. This was back in actually... I hate to admit it, but this was years ago. Let's just say that it was years ago. So during that time, I reviewed and uh, there was no other exam being offered. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so imagine. I understand that now there are plenty of options for people who want to go abroad. Was it also the same purpose why you took the OET to go to New Zealand or was it for a different destination this time? Oh, um, this time I thought of going to the UK Mm -hmm. mainly because of the opportunities that are open, especially to the medical professionals. Mm -hmm. So I thought of taking a different exam aside Uh from the IELTS because I heard that the OET would be an easier exam, but (laughs) I couldn't say they're completely different. (laughs) Oh, it's completely different. Yeah, so not necessarily easier, Uh but they're just too different from each other. So now let's talk about CBT. Because apparently, this is an examination that you need to pass in order for you to go to the UK. So most people would take their English test first, followed by CBT. It's just that there are also some people who take CBT first. And knowing that you've passed all three exams, IELTS, OET, CBT, which of these examinations would you recommend that nurses take first? Their English test or their UK CBT? Definitely the English test Mm -hmm. because UK CBT is 
to be taken once that you have successfully conquered the, the English exam. Mm-hmm. Because for me, even though I haven't been working in the medical field for a long time, I would say that the UK CBT is really or relatively different or easier uh-huh. than the English exams. Mm-hmm. Because in the UK CBT, it's more of just testing uh, the knowledge mm-hmm. that we already have. Mm-hmm. But IELTS or OET, in general, it's uh, a test of skill yeah. in communication. Mm-hmm. So what I'm picking up here is IELTS and OET are a bit more challenging or a little less manageable compared to your UK CBT. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. And in fact, uh, I noticed that since most nurses these days really don't have time to mm-hmm. review, they tend to grasp uh, UK CBT easier because it's related to their field. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Whereas if it's an English exam, they Especially for yeah. nurses in the Philippines, they don't usually use the language when yeah. they're working. So it's more of a struggle. Mainly you're talking about preparation mm-hmm. for these tests. So I would like to ask, did you prepare for these examinations? What Were you self-reviewing or preparing with a center? When I reviewed for my IELTS, yes, I actually enrolled. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that mm-hmm. it, it was more of a guide for me to know how to tackle the subtests mm-hmm. because uh, anyone can do self-review, but not knowing what to read, what how to write, uh-huh. how to use it to meet the requirements of the exam, that wasn't something that I would just gain by simply reading something. So mm-hmm. when I enrolled myself in a review center, specifically 9.09er, I was confident to mm-hmm. take my exam because I knew what to do. Mm-hmm. So I also did the same thing for OET. And um, 9.09er gave everything that I needed. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) I also enrolled at 9.09er for my UK CBT review back then. Wow, amazing. (laughs) So for the record, it was when we still offered classes for CBT before. But right now, we would rather that you consider our partner for CBT and OSCE, ATS Learning Center, and they're in partnership with ASC Global Recruitment Mm -hmm. Agency. So 9.09er right now just focuses on the English tests like IELTS, OET, PTE, TOEFL, and SELPIT. Now let's talk about your CBT examination experience. Well, IELTS and OET, both exams are available nationwide. But for CBT, please correct me if I'm wrong, but this is available only in Makati and Cebu, is that correct? Yes, it's still Makati and Cebu. And how often are UK CBT exams conducted? Like every day, like the IELTS, or just twice a month, like OET? It is actually conducted every day, Mm -hmm. and it's a computer-based test. So you take the exam in uh, a test center. So in the Philippines, person view actually mm-hmm. is the uh, most common, mm-hmm. mainly because once you create your profile at uh, the portal, NMC portal, it's person view that would give you the go signals when to take the exam. Another uh, my test snet? center is MySnet. So it, they also have a branch in Makati and so does um, person view. Okay, for other nursing exams, say for instance the NCLEX, it would take several months for you to secure a slot. Is it also different to get a slot for UK CBT? I would say no, mm-hmm. because uh, first of all, there are two test centers uh-huh, that uh, we can yeah. consider, we can choose from. And 
I think it depends on the volume of people taking the exam. Um, these days, I've noticed that based on um, what I've heard from my colleagues, it would actually take probably a, a test taker, probably one to two weeks of uh, checking the dates, but still relatively easy. And, you know, if you're free on Friday mm-hmm. and if there's an available slot on Friday, <laughs> you can just book an exam. Wow. Okay, so we've been talking about your experience in taking the CBT and other English exams. Um, but I'm very interested to know, which was most challenging for you? Is it the IELTS, the OET, or the CBT? Well, um, instead of answering the most challenging, out of the three, I would say the easiest would be the UK CBT. Mm-hmm. Mainly because... It's a test of what I already know. Mm-hmm. It's just that this time, I need to choose the best answer according to how the UK uh, does nursing. So oh, in a way... So it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different, yes. But it's already in me as a nurse. So I kind of have an idea already regarding topics. Okay. But uh, regarding IELTS, and both are definitely challenging. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say yeah. one is easier. In the IELTS, you have to be well-read. You have to have a lot of information. You have to be ready with any question that can be given to you. Whereas in OET, uh, even though all information are there Mm -hmm. right in front of you screaming, it's still a completely different approach because you have to really understand what you're reading and there's time pressure. So both are... I would say both are challenging. Yeah. Definitely, one is not easier than the mm-hmm. other. Yeah. Well, Miss Mia, I heard a predicament from CBD candidates. In the Philippines, the terms used in the hospital are patterned after the American terminology. But apparently, CBT of the UK NMC makes use of British terms. Let's talk about these sample terms. One time, there was this student who mentioned A&E, and I'm like, where is A&E in the Philippine hospital? But who, <laughs> would you please discuss what's A&E in UK NMC terminology? Yes, uh, this is quite common mm-hmm. um, in the UK. Whenever a person needs to go to the emergency department, mm-hmm. they call it the A&E or the Accident and Emergency. Mm-hmm. And in okay. the Philippines, <laughs> most of the uh, rooms or facilities in hospitals are patterned after the US. Mm-hmm. So it's really something that's different. But I guess that's the reason why there is the UK CBT because it's, it's the first uh, test of competence that nurses have to take. It is a good preparatory exam for nurses to be exposed to how it's done in the mm-hmm. UK. Yeah. So they have to like drop the usual practices that they have uh, experienced here in the Philippines because reviewing for the UK CBT is more like learning how nursing is done in the UK. Now, for the benefit of our subscribers and our listeners, What kinds of materials or resources can you advise for those who are preparing for their UK CBT? Because I understand that it's a little different from 
probably our books in uh, college. Mm-hmm. Yes, and actually most of the college books in the Philippines come from the US, mm-hmm. so the authors are Americans as well. But uh, for the UK CBT, it's completely different because the material, there's only one material that... Wow. Uh, <laughs> only one material, yes, that nurses should use as reference. Mm-hmm. And this is the Royal Marsden Book mm-hmm. of Procedures. Okay. And everything is there from step one up until the last step of throwing, for example, uh, used gloves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything is there. And uh, the website, NMC org.uk mm-hmm. is a good source of information as well because they have already posted, I believe, uh, the code that nurses and midwives are supposed to uh, follow. Okay. Miss Mia, what about the term theater? Because I encountered in one material, it makes use of the word theater. But as an ordinary person, as a layman, the theater that I have in mind is like the amphitheater where someone is performing on stage. So <laughs> tell us more about the British terminology theater in the context of UK nursing. Um, a theater is where people get surgery. <laughs> so if you hear, in, if you're already in the UK and you hear someone say, I unfortunately have to go under the knife mm-hmm. and I'll be in the theater for like 12 hours, mm-hmm. for example. That means that this person is going to have a procedure done and usually it's a surgery. So, yeah, it's, it's the operate, operating the room, room in oh, the yeah, Philippines. It's, it's but but why theater? I mean, does the surgeon and the nurses like perform? <laughs> That's why it's called theater. Um, actually, it's the patient. No, sorry. <laughs> um, it's just that it's what's used in the UK. Um, yeah. We have to be aware of the differences between American and British um, terms. Mm-hmm. I and, agree, I agree. Uh, it's it's just the way of life there, uh-huh. so that's what they're used to using. So yeah. yeah, we just have we just need to adjust. So what I'm picking up here is it's quite different from English exams because in English exams, whether you're using British English mm-hmm. or American English, it wouldn't really matter. But True. when you're taking the CBT, because it is an examination that is intended for the UK, True. you're really supposed to adapt to it or adjust and uh, be able to learn the correct terms that are used in the UK. Okay, so now I would like to move on to my next question. Let's talk about all of your exams. And I know this is going to be a very interesting question. (laughs) Which aspect among all of those exams, IELTS, OET, and CBT, would you want to have changed if you had the opportunity to? For the IELTS, definitely my speaking, mm-hmm. because when I took my IELTS, I did not have coaching, so oh. I did wow. not know how... <laughs> but she got stellar grace, <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> That's exactly my point when I said, wow. Um, it's just that it's one of my um, what-ifs. What mm-hmm. if I had the coaching for speaking? I believe that I would have gotten a higher score. Eight or above, yeah, right? That's certainly mm-hmm. true. And for OET, definitely it's 
reading mm-hmm. because I know for a fact that I love to read, but when it was already the the reading subtest mm-hmm. that I was facing, I found it a bit difficult in maybe because I did not have enough time to mm. review. And for the UK CBT, no, I wouldn't change anything because <laughs> when I took the CBT before, this was 2018, uh, that was uh, this. The UKCBT was a multiple choice exam uh-huh. back then, and mm. there was no Part A or Part B. When 2021 came around, mm. the U- the NMC changed the structure of the exam from a 120 multiple choice question. They made it to 115, Whoa. and there's Part A where the candidate or the test taker would need to compute. And write the correct answer. Drug calculation? um, Yes, drug Uh calculation, fluids. But Mm -hmm. there's math. Basically, there's (laughs) math, which I really don't love. (laughs) But during my time, I just had to compute and check which letter Mm. would be applicable or would match my answer. But now, there's no option for Part A. It's completely numeracy in which the candidate needs to really compute and then they have to encode the answer on the computer. And then mm-hmm. right after part A, then part B comes with multiple choice. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me, I would not want to compute more. <laughs> so definitely, I, I I was a bit, uh, I would say, lucky to have experienced it back in 2018. Okay. Hopefully, this is going to enlighten the candidates who have plans of taking their UK CBT. This interesting point I'd like to highlight, Miss Mia did not practice in the hospital setting for the longest time when she took and passed her UK CBT. Because some nurses are saying maybe going to the UK is not for me, knowing that I have to pass a nursing examination, knowing that I'm out of the hospital for five years or seven years. But here's Miss Mia who even if she did not work in the hospital setting prior to her OET and CBT, well, she got stellar marks in both examinations. That has been a fruitful discussion talking about two English exams, IELTS and OET, plus the test of nursing competence, which is UK NMC CBT. Wait a minute for season two. Hmm, we have featured passers for IELTS, OET, TOEFL, CELPIF, and UK CBT. There seems to be one examination missing, and that's PTE. So for our next episode, we'll focus on IELTS versus PTE. Once again, this is Coach Irvin and Coach Brian and Mia. Thank you once again for your time, and until next Friday then... Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.